Green Visions, Green Ideas. Hello and welcome to Green Visions, Green Ideas. On the microphone today is Katharina and Oliver. And we are, as always, sponsored by All Good Speakers. On today's episode, we have a look at our ecological footprint. Everybody has heard about CO2 footprint, but that's not all. After the episode, you can take the chance to calculate your, your own ecological footprint. What is it? Most of us want to stay within the resources that the Earth provides for us. One question is, what is our status quo? There are several footprint calculators on the Internet that give you a more or less detailed estimation, but mostly on carbon footprint only. Carbon footprint is only one part of what scientists actually try to measure. Carbon footprints measure merely emissions of gases into the atmosphere, the gases that cause climate change, of course. Another critical measure, however, is the ecological footprint. The ecological footprint accounting measures the demand on nature and the supply of nature. If you use more than what nature provides, all beings on Earth will suffer after some time. That's what we observe now, actually. If you want to measure the ecological footprint, scientists divide nature up in six categories of productive surface areas and try to track them. This is cropland, grazing land, fishing grounds, built-up land, forest area and carbon demand on land. We demand different ecological assets for living like plant-based food and fiber products, livestock and fish products, timber and other forest products and space for our cities, our urban infrastructure. On top of this, our waste requires also natural resources. Mm, yeah, that all sounds fine. But actually, wait a minute. What I miss in this kind of list is actually water. You're perfectly right, Oliver. But uh, there exists actually an extra footprint calculator for water and ah. one for land. Okay. On the supply side, a city, state or nation's biocapacity represents the productivity of its ecological assets. These areas, particularly if left unharvested, can also absorb much of our waste that we generate and especially our carbon emissions. Both ecological footprint and biocapacity are expressed in global hectares. These are globally comparable, standardized hectares with average world productivity. Uh -huh. This might sound a bit complicated, but we can take it as a given number to be able to compare land use and capacity for each country. Mm -hmm. Each city, state or nation's ecological footprint can be compared to its biocapacity. Okay, so if I got it right... For instance, I can imagine that countries that are large and less populated, like Finland, must have a high biocapacity then and are less likely to run into ecological deficit compared to other very crowded areas, like, for example, Germany. When we calculate our ecological footprint, we need to know how big it can be to secure the existence of all living on Earth. At humanity's current population, There are 1.6 global hectares of biologically productive area per person on Earth. But given growing populations 
I'm recognizing wild species needs for biocapacity as well. The average ecological footprint per person worldwide needs to fall significantly below this threshold. One such point of view is E.O. Wilson's suggestion for using just half of the Earth's resources to secure 85% of the world's biodiversity. And by the way, you can find um, a reference um, to Wilson's work in the, um, in the title or in the description of this podcast. Yes, and how do we uh, need to live to stay within one planet in a developed nation? I can hardly imagine this. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> and it's, but um, achieving a lifestyle that fits within the means of our planet is difficult given today's lifestyle and will likely require technologies and management practices that are still being developed. So basically, we aren't just there yet. And many communities have taken steps to decrease their footprint. That's the good news. These communities generally focus their efforts on sustainable transport and food systems, as these are actually major components of a person's footprint. It's time to test your own footprint now. Oh, yes. And that's fun, actually. Do a little quiz and try for yourself. Yeah. I myself <laughs> tried seven footprint calculators, wow, okay. but most of them were too general and did not account for my efforts to reduce my ecological footprint. I personally like the calculator from the Global Footprint Network and it's called the Footprint Calculator and you find it under footprintcalculator.org. When you start it, you need to think a bit about your consumption and this will result in a detailed image of your personal footprint. It will tell you your ecological footprint as well as your carbon footprint and you can compare it to the average in your country. In general, I believe you get a good picture with footprintcalculator.org. It allows you to spot your high consumption areas and can help you to reflect your consumption. Yes, it does. And I was actually surprised by the diversity of questions that, uh, that I have received um, when I have tried it out. I also think that basically some questions could be a bit more detailed and are perhaps missing. Like, for example, um, the hours of trains that you are spending, for example, um, while you are doing business trips or while you are doing private trips. It basically just calculates um, all kind of trips into one number. And yeah, I think I was also surprised about how many things that I'm doing over the day um, contribute to my ecological footprint, actually. And to be honest, I wasn't really, I think, an outperformer. I think I came up with something like four herbs or so that I've used. So I definitely try to make a stronger effort <laughs> to require my own ecological footprint. Uh, yes, that's true. I was also kind of disappointed because I do quite a lot of effort to reduce my footprint yeah. already. And I did this test before uh, some years ago. But nevertheless, I still can do better. And it's a bit disappointing to see that we also have, of course, a high offset right from the beginning because we live in a certain country. But that's the way it is. And we have to do something about it. So uh, try it yourself and uh, find out how you actually perform. Mm -hmm. um, as we know, our Earth can support about two tons per year. So... Uh, How far from this are you? And uh, do you have any ideas to, in to improve? Actually, the footprint calculator will give you some ideas and there are other measures uh, that you can do to, to improve. So we think it's, uh, it's really a useful thing to do. 
Yes, definitely. And you can also, and you don't have to prepare um, very much. The questions are actually such that you don't have to run around and look for your bills of gas bills or stuff uh, of your electricity bills. You can basically do the carbon footprint survey very much spontaneously and it still gives you a good result. Um, I was also, um, I did like this kind of setup actually very much. It's actually very, um, very handy and very useful. Yeah, and we collected a lot of links to, to this episode that you can find in the description to this episode. And we also included a Danish calculator for companies and a personal footprint calculator that you can take along as an app to consult when shopping. This one is brand new and at the moment only available in German, unfortunately. But I'm sure that it will also spread to other languages as well very soon. I hope you give us a like or share your comments with us on Facebook site Green Visions Green Ideas. Please send your comments also if you like to greenizion at izion.decor. Maybe you know an app in English that you want to share with us? Then please also contact us. Thanks a lot. Yes, thanks a lot also for me. And have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.